0: duck stack what? 39. Simple supper. I'm cutting calories out of cardboard, a two-dimensional meal. It's turtles all the way down, except today, it's ducks. Today's art is by Dennis Dubois. Sorry for all the jump scares last email. We cleaned all the eggs up, Despite all the chickens and ducks being a laying species, we aren't the egg stack, and we remain absolutely committed to remaining the duck stack. If we aren't the duck stack, we'll give you your money back. One cent. We'll give you your ducks back, some assembly required, to stack them yourself. We'll release you back into the wild, into an unwitting world, wholly unsuspecting and unprepared for what we, the duck stack, have just unleashed upon them. Until that eventuality, welcome to the duck stack. Section. Subpar heroes. Just kind of mediocre, really. I like action shows a lot, and I really like heroes. Specifically, I really like my protagonists to be competent and powerful. I like Ayn Rand protagonists, or Ayn Rand. I like Superman. I like virtue and seeing virtue in practice. And if I'm going to consume a model of something, I'd like it to be a model of something actually useful, such as ways to do good in the world. It's a real shame superheroes are so much not that. A guy named Menchus Moldbug wrote a piece called Technology, Communism, and the Brown Scare, where he says that America's search for fascists is a classic witch hunt. If witches were real, witch hunting would be a far less lucrative career. He goes on to argue, America is actually a communist country, and a whole bunch of other stuff, but one is really important concept he introduces is the concept of something he dubs callous altruism. In short, a sort of distant empathy, to say, I support this, in theory or to run around supporting causes while your neighbor starves to death in front of you. When you are motivated by genuine charity, and your charitable efforts backfire and actually harm the recipient of your help, you feel guilt and sorrow like nothing else. Say you're witness to a horrific motorcycle accident. You run over the man on the ground, pull his helmet off, hug him, and give him CPR. Unfortunately, he would have been fine, except you just severed his spinal cord. How do you feel? Is your reaction, oh well, at least I tried. How did the American people react when their Arab experiment didn't go so well? I'll tell you how they reacted. Oh well, at least we tried. And then they changed the channel. And that's what's wrong with callous altruism. Unquote. I think a big part of modern superheroes is that they replace character with power, and they follow the same modern trends Moldbug describes. They don't need to be especially virtuous, cause they fight things on a scale so big that their neighbor starving to death in front of them pales in comparison. A lot of people are thinking like that nowadays. Why would you have a villain that kidnaps Lois Lane? Probably didn't make a lot of sense in the comics either, but by removing that quality, most of our superheroes, at least in the Marvel movies, have become unprincipled to say the least. But they're saving the planet, so they don't really need a moral code or anything. A lot of people are thinking that way nowadays. I mostly use the Marvel movies as a gauge because my impression is nobody reads comics anymore. I think comics are kind of like art now, mostly a front for laundering money or in some cases liberal talent. At this point, there isn't a single superhero that hasn't had some incredible bold and daring and visionary same-sex kiss scene in one of their modern comic reboots, and the reason is because one, nerds are perverts, and two, because homosexuality is sterile, callous love, the perfect archetype for modernity. Section. History. Training monsters to complement our dinosaurs. The little one woke, screaming. When I came in, he sobbed. There was monsters! Oh no, did you have a bad dream? I asked in sympathy. "Uh Uh-huh, he replied. And then he paused and contemplatively remarked, Monsters are my favorite! The littlest one is learning a game where we throw them. And he can't crawl, uh, he can't walk yet, so it was very cute for him to crawl back to my wife, and when she picks him up, squirm onto his back with his head tilted back to get ready for the next one. The littlest one's rabies training is starting to be a success. He's pretty much inseparable from chew toys now, so that's great. He's got a rubber one the size of my hand, and he wads the whole thing into his little mouth. I asked the little one, do you want anything for breakfast? And he said, like fries? And I said, okay, anything else? And he said, milk? And I said, okay, anything else? And he said, cereal? And I said, okay, anything else? And he said, pancakes? And I really suspect we could have just kept going indefinitely. He's got a new light-up roaring sound effects dinosaur now, which he insists on sleeping with now. He had a hard week, however. You see, he was trying to shove a Hot Wheels car into Buzz Lightyear's space helmet, and it wouldn't fit, which caused, naturally, a lot of despair and crying and such. Section. Presenting. Duck Stack Air. You are now breathing manually. Section. The Elden Scroll Rings. A review. Picked up The Lord of the Rings or some game like that, which I've been playing and enjoying, however. Elden Rings is the newest Dark Souls game, which is a series legendary for its difficulty and punishing gameplay. And Elden Rings follows up on this tradition, except open world, which means that unlike in regular Dark Souls games, you can wander into areas you're totally not strong enough to deal with and get slaughtered. The premise of the game, nearest I can tell, is you're a zombie that eats runes on behalf of women, while killing grotesque Zerg, medieval Terran, and I'm pretty early in the game, but I assume Protoss is the endgame, true to Blizzard's latest pattern, but anyway, you attack them with a sword, and sometimes you don't even die doing it. The reason the game is difficult is because every fight the enemy has a certain attack pattern that you have to learn to time dodges and attacks, but since heals are limited you basically only have 2-6 to six mistakes that you can make in a fight maximum before you have to retry the whole thing, which sometimes requires lengthy battles to reach the section you died at. It's pretty fun. Originally, however, that isn't why the game was so tough, it was because it was obviously built for game controllers and not a computer keyboard, so the tutorial teaching you controls and maneuvers explains how to do things with a joystick and bumpers, which my computer keyboard doesn't have for some reason. So it was like, here's a really important maneuver, you need to know how to parry, just hold the left bumper button while pressing Y, and the key remapping is not very comprehensive or explanatory at all, so I ended up just going through the entire tutorial, just kind of mashing my face against the keyboard, hoping to get the right combination to perform form an attack. In conclusion, the combat is actually pretty simple. The fabled difficulty of Elden Ring is actually that you don't have half the controls necessary to play the game. So I'm stuck going through the game with the only two maneuvers that I know. Shield bashing and putting your sword in your pocket. I'm getting pretty good at it. Monsters flee in terror at how skilled I am at putting my sword in my pocket. Now, if only I can figure out how to take it back out again. The end. Thanks for listening.